What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody, welcome to Mini Crush Monday. I'm Charles W. Chuck Bryant here, your co-host, along with Noel Brown, also co-host. Together, we Hello. make one host. Hello, Chuck. We morph together to make one gelatinous blob of a hairy human. Yeah, sort of like that movie, The Thing. Yeah. We are The Thing. Exactly, except we don't kill people. No, we, we lift people up. We entertain them, we talk movies to them, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Noel, mm -hmm. uh, as is per usual, this is our second episode where, in fact, we have already caught up, so we can kind of get right down to business. It's true. As they it's say. True. And uh, you got I got a little surprise for you, Noel. Okay. Because I managed at the last minute to get a guest in because we haven't done Pop Quiz Hot Shot in a while. And uh, I've just invited this person, and as usual, we do a little surprise for you because mm -hmm. you don't know who's coming. I don't. And I uh, just sent the invite so we can kill time for a second until they, uh, they get the invite and pop into the room and are hopefully already recording. Otherwise, we're going to have to take this all again and fake it like you well, don't or, know. Or we could just, you know, drop. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. You fake, fake the, uh, su my surprise. Yeah. Like that's my worst nightmare is if someone pops in the room and we have that organic moment where you don't know who it is. And then they say, oh, I'm not recording. But here they are, Noel. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Let me admit them into the room. All right. Oh, boy, the suspense is killing me. Killing me, Chuck. <laughs> not the same for you as it is for me. I'm the one experiencing the suspense right now. Uh, okay, so why is this person not in? Oh, hello. Hey! Hey! Oh, man! <laughs> I thought it was going to be somebody famous. <laughs> 
Whoa. <laughs> Not that famous, no. All You're right. famous to Noel, me, you want to introduce our guest? Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite human beings in the entire world. Alex Williams, who composed this theme. That's on a different show, but he did. And they say his name at the end of every episode of Ridiculous History because he composed that theme. Okay, so let me clear this up, Noel, because you're already <laughs> fucking confusing everybody. Why? I'm confused. Uh, Alex, people know from uh, the past Ed Wood episode. Right. Alex is uh, one of our colleagues who, by the way, if you don't look like goddamn John Lennon right now, I don't know who you look like. There's worse people to look like, I guess. I literally get that every day now. I've let my hair. Well, that's because you look just like him. You've got the long hair and the stash, the round glasses, and the the, the circle glasses. I would, dude, if I could look like that, I would do. I would always have that look. You guys want to start a Beatles cover band? Yes, Alex. No more bands, bro. No more bands. I look like no Beatle. (laughs) I'm giving Alex shit because he and I uh, play in a little music band. That's what they call them when you're cool. um, With our other buddy and colleague and dear friend of the show and uh, the network, uh, Matt uh, Frederick. And um, we do a couple other music side things, but Alex has been in like just music mode. He's just like starting bands left and right. So he's cut off uh, no more bands. No, I'm kidding. I just just get mad every time I join another band. So I'm going to leave it at four for now. Uh, Do me a favor, Alex, just say this. Uh, we're more popular than Jesus Christ. Wow, no, no. He got flagged for that when he said it. <laughs> I'm not getting anywhere near that one, man. Uh, so, listener, you might remember also, and we plugged this on the show quite a few times, and Alex talked about it on his Edwood episode, that you were the creator and and doer of the great, great podcast, Ephemeral, who is just, uh, which has just launched season two. And uh, we're having you on to talk about that a little bit, and especially a very special episode that might really appeal to the movie crushers, right? Yeah. I mean, somebody called me out on Facebook and said, maybe there would be a, some synergy be- between these two episodes, but we just put out an episode about Alice key. Alice key Blaschet's her married name, who is um, one of the first filmmakers ever. And the first female filmmaker and the only female filmmaker for like the first 17 years of cinema. Um, and it's sort of, it's about, it's a, it's it's a, it's a it's a new history of early cinema. It's a biography of her whole life. It's got a secret love story in it that's incredible. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I well, don't. don't. <laughs> I listened to the first like fifteen minutes today when you sent it to me because I had to get down here and do this. But uh, I can't wait to finish it later today. It was already and these ephemeral is such a good show. It's everything I like about podcasts. It's sort of a I mean, dare I say, sort of maybe a little more NPR-style show than we usually do at the network, full of twists and turns and great stories. It's part 99% invisible in a way, uh, it's, but it's 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 human-related, human stories. It's really, really great. Thanks, no, man. That's excellent. It's also beautifully sound-designed, and like I said, Alex is a super talented musician, and you got a cool little team of folks working with you now, including your your brother, who is the new uh, producer for Ridiculous History, of which you composed the theme. Thanks, man. My flesh and bread, blood brother, Max Williams, and then uh, Trevor Young, who's done things like Monster DC Sniper and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, is, yeah, Trevor's, is, Trevor was on the show. Yeah, he's he did, on mic uh, now. I, Max will be on mic eventually, and uh, yeah, 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 they're helping me produce it, which is really nice, because I did it all by myself for, for a little while, with some help from you my did. friends, Beatles Reference. Right, <laughs> with the help from uh, George and Paul and uh, Ringo, but I not meant to mention, the first drummer. I meant to mention this to you, completely unrelated to you being here in the second. But I was looking through Apple Podcasts and just looking at the different little collections they have, and they have a trending section. And uh, Ephemeral was in the trending section. Hey, look at that! All right, you're trending, bro. I'll take a trend. Sure, thank yeah. you. 
I can't believe how much you look like John Lennon. This is really striking. What an amazing thing to be able to do. You want me to go over the organ and play Imagine or something? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I said that once on a call on a company call and I definitely got called out for it. I I shouldn't be offering (laughs) things like this if I'm not, if I'm not rehearsed. Well, you should just drop that in every now and then just very subtly. You could be like, well, guys, imagine, uh, there's no heaven and just see what people say. That's good. No possessions. (laughs) And no religion too. I, you know, the only person I can look like is Kevin Smith and that's a, it's not fun. And, and the only person I look like is, is me. Chuck Bryant looking like Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's not fun either. You, you won't find me in a hockey jersey anytime soon. That's fair. He looks weird now that he lost all that weight. And I mean, I'm happy for him, but it's just, it's hard for me. I, it looks like he's still wearing the same size clothes. He's just kind of withered underneath them a little bit. You know? Well, I'll tell you what, he's he's very inspiring with his uh, taking his health under control. And so I'm, I completely agree. Yeah. We just uh, covered mall rats on this very show with oh, uh, Miles Gray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that was fun. I got to listen to that one. Miles is great, man. He's so much fun. And I didn't realize there was so much crossover. There were a lot of uh, movie crushers who are uh, Daily Zeitgeist fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was pretty cool. I'm going to have Jack on soon. I've been reserved Pulp Fiction for Jack, so he's going to come on. Wow. Oh, you never done Pulp Fiction. I, nope. That's, that's insane. That's a good one to reserve for somebody. Yeah. I got to say really quickly, because Chuck and I talked about this, um, I'm really excited because I don't really guest on ton of podcasts but um uh, there's one that i listen to called pod yourself a gun that's a sopranos podcast oh that's right no and let everyone know it, yeah and and uh well, well jack and um uh, anna hosnaye have, have, have been guests on it and i found the show completely organically because i was just mid sopranos re- rewatch that i do every year or so and i was like i need some supplementary sopranos content so i googled you know or, or looked in apple Podcasts, and that came up and it's great it's these dudes matt lieb and vince mancini and they're um these comedians from LA and clearly in the same circles as Anna and Jack and, and Miles because they've both been guests on it a couple of times. And so I literally just reached out to Anna and said, Hey, uh, could you maybe like connect me with these guys? I want to, you know, put my hat in the ring to be a guest. And she did. And they immediately were all about it. And I'm going to be episode one of season five, which is divorced dad, Tony season <laughs> when, um, uh, and also the season that where um, his, his cousin, Tony Blundetto played by uh, Steve Buscemi comes mm. into the picture. So I get to be episode one of one of my favorite seasons. So I'm really excited. Very I'm cool. recording in a, in a week, but I don't know when it's going to come out, but um, I'll, I'll let you know when I find out. That's amazing. You got to do that. You got to reach out in life. Sometimes you got to do it. You know, just imagine uh, it's easy if you try. I know I do that. And it usually is. <laughs> the Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade. At the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet 
and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. All right, so Alex, you do not know anything about this game that we play here no on the show. You sent me an email this morning. It was like, hey, you want to come on Movie Crush and play a quiz or something? Yeah, and you said when. I said, how about like an hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, sure. Because what am I doing aside from just uh, composing beautiful Beatles tunes all day? Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Alex, here's how it goes. It's called Pop Quiz Hot Shot. There are 10 questions and three answers per for a total of 30 points. Uh, partial credit is allowed, so if you get... It's basically like name three movies that uh, feature blank. Oh God! You know, uh, Jack Nicholson, and then uh, in ten seconds you have to name three Jack Nicholson films. If you get timed, it's timed. That's the whole rub here, my friend. (sighs) You had all day to sit around and think about this. It wouldn't be any fun. (laughs) So uh, uh, it will trip up even the best player, like the Casey's of the world, that get very uh, confused. That makes me feel better off the bat. Yeah. Uh, but you get partial well, credit, so if you get like one or two, you still get those points for a total of 30. I would say the, the the biggest tip that I could give you is don't overreach. Don't try to go for the most obscure pick. Just go for like the most obvious I'm gonna, one. Like whatever comes to your mind. No, Just don't like be struggling. I'm going to literally say anything I can think of. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the ticket, baby. That's the ticket. Uh, and Noel is our scorekeeper. Noel, can you, I mean, good Lord, we always go through it with your... I mean, let me make a spreadsheet real quick. Hang <laughs> make on. a spreadsheet. All right. Here we go. Um, so I get okay. So I do one point per one, answer. Nolan. One point per answer. Thirty points total for the game. Thirty points total. So there's thirty questions. I will keep. <laughs> you too good for just like hash marks, no? Like a regular old, you know, make four, cross the through for five. A, we're doing a bit. This is a bit where I'm bad at keeping score. <laughs> also, the other bit we do is we have to pick out the ending timer sound. So, okay. uh, what should we go with, Noel? How about? I, I like the klaxon. You know, the like, I, what is that called? <laughs> It's not called klaxon, know, cla- alarm? Klaxon? I, alarm? I don't know. I don't have klaxon. Red alert. The Enterprise alert, is going dude. down. All right, you're just making stuff up now, John Lennon, so be quiet. And <laughs> that one's too cheerful. That was pretty good. That's All pretty right. Blade Runner-y. I like that. Right. We'll do that. Blade Runner. It's called Cosmic, everybody. Cosmic. Boom. All right. Here we go, Alex. Just in one. Clear your mind. Okay. In 10 seconds, name three movies... With the word death in the title, starting now. Death Inc. That's not one. Death Becomes Her. Is that one? Uh, Murder by Death. 
uh, uh, dead man that doesn't say death. Uh, a band called Death is a documentary. Mm-hmm. You got it. All right, I'm going to give that to you because you started saying it as the timer sounded. Well, so and no, Death Inc. is a movie. Okay, yeah, you got death four Inc. then, but we can only give you three. Okay, there, I'll take right. it. So now you know how the game works. Good job, by the way. Three death is yeah. Death is one of my hot topics. So. Well, and the band called Death is supposed to be. I haven't seen it yet, but it's I, awesome. It's, you guys need to yeah. see it. Yeah, it's on my it's on my list. It's very good. All right, question two: Pop Quiz Hot Shot with our guest Alex Williams, creator of Ephemeral and Instant Karma. Thank you. Name three movies starring or even featuring Matt Damon. Starting now. Goodwill Hunting. Oh God, he's in like a million movies. There's one called. Jerry, that's got him in it. That's a uh, mm-hmm. Van Sant film. He's in so many movies. I'm blanking. Get to um, it. Okay. Wait. Two out of three. Oh, that, Not bad. Oh. That was ten seconds. That was ten seconds. Ten seconds is a All really right. short amount of time. It, it is. Sure it also goes by faster when you say things like. Yeah, it's a movie by Gus Van Zandt that was fairly well reviewed in the theaters. I just thought Jerry would be confusing if I just said Jerry. No, you don't you, need you to you say save that. Else. Save the commentary for after. This is not called Pop Quiz Hot Shot and Context. <laughs> No context needed. Two out of three, though. That's Name good. one more Matt Damon movie for me, though. I feel like a fool that I didn't know because he's the like talented a Mr. Things. Ripley. Yeah, talented, talented Mr. Ripley. The Born Identity is that him? Yeah, that's any like of the Born movies. It could have been Golly. Born Supremacy. Golly, I should have said that. All right, that's all right. Two out of three is good, man. If you hang in there, you're you're doing well. Or as Meatloaf would say, it ain't bad. Get out. Two man. out of three. All right. Don't, what? Don't commit John Lennon with Meatloaf. Meatloaf is cool. Meatloaf is cool. I'm down with Meatloaf. I right. like Meatloaf. I mean, he did some good work in his day, right? True, it's true. And what was the thing he wouldn't do for love? Yeah. He'd do anything, but not the one not thing. The but he never says thing. what the one thing is. I think it's probably anal. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what, everyone, that's what everyone says. Things right. are going downhill fast, guys. Not at all. I just all. think, uh, I don't think Meatloaf would have a problem with that, personally. But I don't think so, either. But I don't you know, know actually, I, don't know I think I've told this story, and Noel, Noel knows this a little bit. Uh, when I lived in L.A., Alex, I was friends with a guy who was dating Meatloaf's wife's assistant. And so I hung at Meat's house a couple of times when he was I wanted to say, I'm glad you said that. Chuck. Like People call him Meat. They call him Meat. That's Meat. What was his house like? Was it weird? You know, it was very traditional, sort of colonial. Yeah. Uh, n- nothing fancy, but I, uh, I mean, it was a nice house and everything, but yeah. it wasn't like some palatial estate. And uh, the end of that story, which I always tell is it, he backed up his backyard to Steven Seagal's backyard and if you stood up on the thing, you could see into it. And Steven Seagal had all these little Asian, uh, uh, what are they called? Not a Pagodas? Per- pergola, but a... Pagoda. Sure. That's what Noel said. <laughs> little pagodas <laughs> all over the property. Steven like Seagal meditation. is also, he, he's also famous for like wearing kimonos with nothing on underneath and like disrobing in front of women. You didn't well, see that in the I backyard? Heard. I didn't see that no. in the backyard. All right, number three now, Alex. Here number we're going. Three. You're doing great. Pop quiz hot shot. In 10 seconds, name three movies directed by a woman, starting now. I'm going to say Alice Guy Blaché films. Sticky Woman, Falling Leaves, and The Consequences of Feminism. They're all short, silent films from like the first 10 years of the, of the 1900s, but that counts, right? We will Dude, accept that. Dude, not only does that count, I think you did her justice. No shit. And uh, that was clearly loaded for you to talk a little bit more about your show. That's what I'm here for, right? <laughs> no, that was fantastic. Name one other movie directed well, by a woman that's not her. 
one other movie directed by a woman that's not no her. timer involved. You know what I just saw that was really good. Um, I, I don't remember the name of the woman off the top of my head. Honey Boy, the movie oh, that okay. Shia LaBeouf wrote about his. Sure that's great. It's a, Pretty it's, good movie. It's tough, man. But I, I watched some interviews with her. Her name um, is Alma Harel, H A R with a little, and then E L. So I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. But yes, she is uh, from Tel Aviv, uh, Israel. Yeah. What else has she done? She did oh, some, um, I think some kind of hybrid documentary sort of things before. And they had collabed. I think maybe he had produced a couple of projects with her. I don't, I, I don't know that much about it yet, but Honey Boy really left an impression on me. I, 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 I want to see more more of her work. Yeah, she she hasn't done a ton of like big mainstream things. but She's done a lot of music videos, I think. I think yeah. she's one of these... Music video people. Oh yeah, uh, she did music of, videos for Beirut, like Beirut, Sigur Rós, Shearwater, Paul Smith. I don't know who Paul nice. Smith is. All right, but not for the Beatles. <laughs> That's all right. Just working up to you it. Should, you should hire her next time. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're doing uh, great. How many did you get there, Noel? He got all three, right? Sure. He got all three. All right. Uh, in ten seconds, pop quiz hot shot with guest Alex Williams of Ephemeral. Name three directorial debuts, first films from directors. Starting now. God. Uh, how about Herc Harvey's Carnival of Souls? It's the only one I could think of. All right. That's all right. Uh, we know for hey, a fact that, that is his, uh, his first? This is the only one. Uh, I know about a billion One out of, of three. <laughs> one out of three. You, you got on the board. What we, you don't want to do is We may or may not be late. doing an ephemeral episode on that, too. Spoiler okay. alert. This is from 1962. Yeah, it's a classic, like kind of B maybe drive-in horror movie. The Herc is a guy that made. He worked for the Centron Corporation, making um, like educational industrial films for like 30, 40, 50 years, and he made one horror film. It's is the Centron Corporation a real thing? That's not know, from like sound, a movie. It sounds like a fucking... Centron was like a Kansas-based, like uh, like a Coronet Films that made like Social Guidance and. Or encyclopedia, uh -huh. uh, encyclopedia Britannica films, social guidance, classroom education films, driving safety films, stuff like that. And oh, yeah, um, uh, uh, Centrum was kind of the educational film company with a heart. Is uh, one of our interviews. You says. know, uh, Ben Bolin uh, is a big fan of Carnival of Souls. He's, he talks of it often. I've heard it. And folks, this this banter that you're getting from Alex is uh, what you get from Ephemeral because. Alex knows a lot about these stories, and that's what Ephemeral is about, are these stories lost to time, little-known stories from uh, from real human beings, and it's uh, it's good stuff. I love it. Thanks, man. Oh, my goodness. There's one of the... If you look at his uh, IMDb, a lot of this, these educational films are listed, uh, and one of them is called To Touch a Child. The uh, You got to be careful with IMDb on folks like that, because with silent films and educational films and all these kind of fringe film you know, filmmaking genres. Um, there's not a whole lot of accreditation, especially for earlier stuff. Um, no, this one says uncredited. Like a lot of these. Uh, yeah, but IMDb is really unreliable for, for mm -hmm. those folks. So he might have done that one. He might not have. Um, his most famous one is probably Shake Hands with Danger, which has got a great song in it. It's got a great riff tracks uh, uh, of it. Uh, oh, you know, the yeah. Mystery it's Science Theater sure. 3000 yeah, yeah. guys. Those guys are great. I love it. All right. Cautionary training film for those who operate and repair heavy he equipment. He was sort of famous for accident films. And you definitely yeah. see that in Carnival of Souls. Um, Blood spills red on the highway. That kind of accidents. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Driver's Ed movies that scare the shit out of <laughs> young drivers. All right. 
You're doing great so far, buddy. Uh, number five, name three movies featuring any kind of violent on-screen death, starting now. On-screen death. Like, does Pulp Fiction have a death in it? Yes. Um, a Carnival of Souls does? No, it's not that violent. Okay. Uh, violent on-screen death. All right, Alex, I got to chide you a little bit. because uh, I need to just say things. That one was so easy. <laughs> I know, I don't know, I'm blanking now. Name any war movie, name any movie war featuring movies. a murderer, any horror movie. Golly, I've been watching The Wire, man. So many violent so on-screen deaths like that. Constant, <laughs> constant. All right, a lot you, of you, dice rolling in that show too. I think that was one rolling. out of three. Is that right? Do, or do we? Uh, you can give me one. Carnival I'll Souls. One. Don't, no, I can't double up on Carnival. That was a really cheap shot. Okay, all right. I gotta say, I think you're letting the timer affect you here if you're blanking on violent <laughs> on screen. Let me drink more. Let me drink more coffee. Okay, you're doing fine. All right, number seven. Pop quiz hot shot with Alex Williams of Ephemeral. Name three movies featuring any non-violent on-screen death. Someone has to die, starting now. Any violent, no, no, it's great death. Um, Non-violent. What about the Big Lebowski? What happens to Steve Buscemi in the Big Lebowski? Okay, that counts. Is it exactly. on screen, heart though? Heart attack, heart attack. Oh, he has a heart attack. All right. Yeah, you see him clutch his chest, and then he falls. Chuck, I'm going right. to settle for one that quality counts. answer in, in <laughs> each of these rounds, maybe. And then contextual uh, follow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that counts. One out of three. With three, three, to, three more to go here. Oh my god! Three more to go. Question number eight, Alex. This is a marathon. Okay. Pop quiz, hot shot. I'm sorry. Do you want to leave? No. You have brilliant songs to <laughs> like, compose. Like I love a show like Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And I'm always like, I would get all the answers or like right. Jeopardy. <laughs> but then, like, I feel like uh, under the pressure, I'm just like, uh. Yeah. Thanks I for having me on, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number eight. Pop quiz, hot shot. In ten seconds, name three movies with any kind of plot twist, starting now. Like all those Oceans films, all the Oceans 11 films. Okay, um, I'll count that. There's three of those. Yeah, the Oceans 11, 12, and 13. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I got to count it. Thanks, Noel. I think you should get it. I think it's integral to the heist movie to have a twist, Fine, right? sure. There's Fine. a great Rick and Morty episode where they talk about how terrible a plot device that is once you take it to, like, the nth degree where it's, like, yeah. every, there's always someone in on in on the plot at a higher level. Right. Right. Yeah. It's only so much Doesn't, you can do. All right. The center cannot hold. That That's counts. True. A bit of a hack, but I'll take it. All right. Two more. Alex Williams, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. In 10 seconds, name three movies Featuring male nudity can be butt or pee pee. Starting now, a Clockwork Orange. Yep. Uh, God, there's so many more. Uh, that's the only one that came to mind. All right, I gotta say, you're really you started strong. <laughs> I'm getting. You would have accepted uh, saving Sarah Marshall. Okay. We would have accepted saving Ryan's Lieutenant. privates. What'd you say, Noel? Saving Ryan's privates. <laughs> I was looking at pictures of John Lennon and Yoko Ono naked together this morning, for what it's worth. Surely uh, those appear in some documentary. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the documentary Imagine, you could probably, you were in that. You showed your butt and your pee-pee. 
<laughs> yeah, in separate photos, one of the back and one of the front. All right. Noel, what's the score here going into the last one? Um, we got three, two, three, one, two, one, three, one. What's that add up to? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen. You've only done this like one other time, right? Am I doing better than that person did? No, we've done this quite a few times. Oh, okay. Uh, you're, doing, in, you're doing quite poorly. Yeah, you're you're, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you, if you get all I'm three teasing. here at the end, that'll be eighteen. Real hard. I'm gonna try real hard to just <laughs> go for this one. You're a very mellow guy, though. This isn't timed games. Aren't for you. I, I can say safely. I think. In 10 seconds for the final question, Pop Quiz Hotshot, Alex Williams of Ephemeral. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Real human stories about things lost to time. Name three movies filmed in black and white after the color era had begun. Ed, starting now. Oh, sorry. Ed Wood, The Same yes. Tango, um, Mala Noche. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's like is a Spencer film. Yeah, and then Satan Tango's a Bellator film and Ed Wood's obviously Great. a Tim Burton film. Look at that. Now that's so, what uh, I got you. I could list I could list uh Eraser. <laughs> not yeah, Eraser Head or like sure. Elephant Man. Hey, this Wizard, is very Wizard impressive, Oz, but I can give count, you extra right? points. I could do black what, and white what, films after what did you say after what date? The color era. After the color yeah. era. Yeah. Sure. So like Wizard of Oz is kind of like the perfect split of both of those because it was like on the or cusp like Stalker, of the Stalker, Tarkovsky Stalker. That's when we're oh, changes color Stalker. and sepia and black and white. Hey guys, this isn't black and white talk with <laughs> Noel and Alex. God, can we do that though? I could do that one all day. That's now you finally found my Matt Damon movies like but black and white cinema of the modern era. All right. Well, that's fantastic. I think you ended up with 18 out of 30. There have been better and there have been worse. Okay, I didn't know there's gonna be so much judgment involved in this game, but <laughs> oh, we gotta judge. The harsh hammer of the movie crush audience has to come up on your sweet uh, mustachioed face. I'm gonna be getting constant emails chiding me for not knowing more male nudity films. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> the Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day, whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade. At the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight. For strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. 
Papertarians know that it's the smart choice too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. All right, Alex, uh, I tell you what, you have your option here. You can either exit if you need to get on with your day or you can stick around for our final segment. Uh, it's up to you. I'm here, man. Let's, what's the final segment like? All right, let's do it. Uh, the final segment today is we're going to, uh, we go over to the Movie Crushers page and ask them questions, or to the Movie Crush page, rather. And today I posed a question, Alex and all, that I've never even done before. Very simply, if you were on Movie Crush, what would be your pick? What's your all-time favorite movie? And I asked the Crushers that. So uh, let's go ahead, and I think we got a lot of people sort of auditioning because at some point I'd like to have a listener on as a guest. Mm -hmm. We just got to make sure they can record themselves and they don't freeze under pressure. Jeez. <laughs> so icy in here. <laughs> so icy. Uh, let me see here. Let me filter this by all comments. What does most relevant even mean? I don't know. I don't Something know. like I the Facebook algorithm. algorithm. Why is it yeah, up to Facebook? Pick, no, not relevant. It picks out <laughs> keywords based. I don't I have no idea. It really is a, is a mystery to me. I think most relevant might mean like if I'm Facebook friends personally with someone, it might kick them up on the list or something. Or if I've replied to someone, who knows? Who cares? Facebook's stupid. <laughs> the only reason I do it is because of this show, which is great. Nicest little corner of the internet. Uh, so we're going to go with Don Morris, uh, the movie Away We Go, underrated gem that I'd love to share with everyone. That was a good movie. Did you guys see that? I never saw Away We Go. And uh, I think uh, Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Not a married couple. I think it was, who's the filmmaker who did uh, Revolutionary Road? Wasn't that Sam, Sam uh, Mendez? Sam, yeah. Sam Mendez. Yeah, exactly. I think Away We Go is Sam Mendez, right? Yeah, and yeah, you're right, Krasinski and Maya Rudolph. Gosh. Yeah, Sam Mendes, very underrated movie, written by Dave Eggers and Navendula Vida. Dave Eggers is great. I like his uh, fiction. Uh, let me see here. Austin Handler, one of our old pals, says the movie About Time has such heart and so well constructed on all levels. One of the few films I consider to be a perfect movie. You hear my little clicky hands. Either. I don't even know what movie. How often is. do you watch movies, Chuck? Like, how often do you oh, see a new movie? I mean, uh, I mean, we do a lot of TV these days, obviously, because there's so much good stuff going on. But I, I try to squeeze in movies when I can. Uh, it's been there haven't been a ton of great new movies over the past year, obviously. But I'm a, I'm a movie guy. What about you? Can I tell you what I just saw in the theatrical? Sure. I saw Logan's Run. Oh, you ever seen that one? Sure. Where'd they play that? At the Plaza here in Atlanta. Um, that's a movie with some nudity in it. <laughs> male nudity? Uh, is there a male button in it? There might be a boy button in it. 
it's mostly boy, it's mostly female nudity. It's a it's a it's a weird one. It's a pretty weird film. Yeah, a good one though. It's the one with like the gardening kind of like spaceship, right? It's, it's like not a spaceship. It's no. a kind of Planet of the Apes spoiler. It's like a biodome Planet of the Apes kind of sort thing. of thing where it's like it's the world, but we let it go to shit, and there's like a sort of bubble where everyone lives, but you have to die when you're thirty in there. And then yeah. they're like, "What if we don't?" And they and they leave, and, <laughs> and that's your movie. Yeah. What if we don't die? <laughs> yeah, basically. That's what I would have said. Basically. All right, Kristen Glenn Kister says, uh, "I usually say Excalibur, but you did mention Silverado the other day, and it's one of my favorite movies. So now I'm torn." Uh, yeah, both of those are great. Excalibur, that was such a great movie for a kid my age. Did like uh, Sword in the Stone? Is it a different movie? Mm-hmm. Different movie, it's but a, same. You know, it's about that story. It, is it, isn't it John Borman yeah. directed it? And it's very uh, violent. It's got a lot of pretty raunchy stuff. And I remember seeing it when I was too young. Yeah. Because it's like, you think about an Excalibur movie, and you think of that as almost as like a kid's story. But then when you watch that treatment of it, and my parents just didn't know how risque <laughs> it was. So I kind of let that one slide under the radar. But yeah. uh, it's intense. It's got some head chopping and some slashing. And yeah, on-screen and, and it came out <laughs> on-screen death. Damn it. Yeah, and it, and it came out in the 80s when uh, we all saw it too young because parents were like, oh, sure, King Arthur, go see it. They didn't know there was all that stuff in it. Yep. That's great. Uh, Margarita Saramaga, one of our old pals, says Parasite. Great movie. Love it. Uh, Katie Walker says, my real favorite movie is the original Parent Trap with Haley Mills or the new live-action Cinderella with Lily James. But if I were a movie crush, I'd go with Baby Driver. Great movie. Did you see that one, Alex? I saw one of the films that you just listed. I didn't see Baby Driver. (laughs) Oh, man, you'd like that one. It's a good one. Speaking of that director, uh, Edgar Wright, um, he's got a who new also one. did what we do in the shadows. He does have a new one coming out. Um, it is about the band Sparks, who I adore so, so much. They're like, oh, that of, movie. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a band that like a lot of people don't really know. They never really had a hit, quote unquote. They had a couple under the radar hits, but they started off very much like uh, contemporaries with Queen, very glam, very kind of like prog glam. And then they went totally synth wave and um, they've been making records all the t- all the whole time. And it's their brothers and uh, they're just excellent. So I'm yeah. excited about that film. He also, they just dropped the trailer for his narrative feature film, uh, Last Night in Soho, which looks really interesting. Cool. Sort of a kooky, uh, genre-bending horror film. If I'm not oh, nice. Love it. Love him. Uh, Baby Driver was great. And I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World last night. That is my daughter's absolute favorite movie. Um, and it is just pure fun. Have you seen that, Chuck? Which one? Scott Pilgrim versus the oh, World. Oh, sure. We uh, covered that on this very show. Your daughter would love that. It's uh, it's about uh, age-appropriate. There's a little bit of smooching. Yeah, I think but, a little um, more. I mean, it's just a, not even inappropriate, but just a, maybe a little over, over her head. Her head so. How old is your kid now, Chuck? She'll be six in July, oh. so she's, she's getting on up there. Uh, Bennett Duckworth says, I'd pick Joe versus the Volcano, one of my favorite films. It is one of my favorite films, too. So, Bennett, I don't know. Maybe I should have you on the show. I have never seen that. Who's the lead in that, Chuck? Is it? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom okay. Hanks, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't. Seen, is it a rom com? It is a very quirky, weird sort of romantic comedy, uh, but uh, in a very strange way. It's all very offbeat, and uh, from John Patrick Shanley, a, a wonderful playwright and filmmaker. But uh, it's it's good. I really like it a lot. Very strange movie with a big cult following now. Uh, Louis Silva says Rocky. I so love all the Rocky people. movies. All yeah. The Rocky well, movies. I like a lot of them, but that first one, man. 
So good. Bro, I like the fourth one the most, maybe, where Rocky... Which one is that? Where Rocky defeats communism. Is that Drago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love... They would stream... Or stream. They would run them on TV, like, back to back uh-huh. to back on, like, I don't know, the 4th of July or whatever. They'd do a marathon all day of Rocky. And my brother and I would watch all of them just and just start back over when it looped. I was a big Rocky Three guy. Uh, that movie T. came out. Yeah, just yeah. the right time. Clever Lang and Hulk Hogan was in it as Thunderlips. Yeah, that's a good one. Good stuff. Yeah. Thunderlips in the flesh, baby. That was his big uh <laughs> that was his big line. Uh let me see here. Let's go with Amanda Kula says hot fuzz. Let's just tick through a bunch of these because I don't have much time and I want to get through a lot of these. Uh Matt Dent says three o'clock high, one of the most underrated comedies of the eighties. Uh, also a cult favorite. Did you guys see that one? Three o'clock high? Mm-mm. Nope. Good movie. Very strange. Uh, Josh Toko says Explorers movie he saw repeatedly as a kid. You know, I think the movie crushers are a little more in my wheelhouse age wise than you youngins. <laughs> How old are you now, Alex? I mostly watch films from like. You know, How old are you? The early, I watch a lot of silent films now. I watch yeah. a lot of early sound films. Um, I'm uh, 31. Okay. Jesus, 31. What a great age. But I'm just saying my tastes are kind of idiosyncratic. Yeah. And no, and like reinforcing an that by having a podcast that like encourages me to like go back in time more, like just makes me right. more and more out of sync with the, with the everyday world. That's right. The podcast is called Ephemeral, everyone. Thank you. Thank old you. stuff. It's so good. It's about old stuff, basically. <laughs> uh, we'll go with The Danger Oven, Gail Koontz, one of my favorite crushers. Since you already said I uh, did Jaws, uh, I'd go with The Exorcist. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Koontz, you're speaking my language there. Uh, Joe Kimber says Shawshank Redemption. I haven't even done that show yet. I'm surprised, or that movie. I'm surprised no one's picked that. Get busy living or get busy crushing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow, maybe that should be our new uh, our new thing. I like that. If there was like a movie poster for Movie Crush, that could be the tagline. I could see that. Get busy living or get uh, busy crushing. I love it. Uh, let me go with my friend in real life, Sarah Murphy Robertson, says The Goodbye Girl. Uh, you guys should see it if you haven't. Uh, Goodbye Girl is a great movie, Sarah. So maybe I'll even have Sarah on because I know her and she's wonderful. What's The Goodbye Girl? I made a bad joke when we were talking about Gone Girl. Uh-huh. Goodbye Girl is Richard Dreyfuss, uh, uh, sort of a, a romantic comedy, but a little more adult uh, uh, and not adult film like it, you know, doesn't feature, you know, hardcore sex or anything. Full full dong. But it's it's not like a teenage rom-com. It's a little okay. more adult rom-com back when they made those I like movies. Richard Dreyfuss. And let's finish up with our old friend Kevin Herbon says, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, I have a thing for escaped convict movies. Me too. I love, I love a good prison break, and Oh Brother is a very, very fun film. But we got violent uh, on-screen death in that one. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I remember the part where uh, John Goodman whacks him with a rock while they're having lunch in the park. Yeah, and he and he smashes that frog in that movie, doesn't he? I call that a violent on-screen death. (laughs) Sure, it doesn't have to be human. Classified. Good point. And I think they killed cows too uh, when they pick up uh, the gangster. He just like shoots cows on the side of the road. You're right. You're right. Film brothers are always fucking with animals. That's why Emily doesn't like their movies. <laughs> uh, so we got a lot of comments here from crushers who are talking about their favorite film. Wish we could have gotten through more, but uh, it's. I'll leave this one up there for everyone to go go check it out. And Alex, thanks for coming in here at the last second, playing our little game. 
Thanks for inviting me. I hope I didn't disappoint you too much with my 18-point win. <laughs> 18-point win? You know, we don't really have a threshold for winning or losing that game, do we, Chuck? No, I, I think everyone's a winner, right? Yeah. yeah, I would think so. Alex is definitely a winner. Thanks. Always a winner. So everyone, check out Ephemeral. Check out especially the episode. Uh, what's the one on Alex Gee? What's that one called? Alex Gee. Yeah, Alex oh, okay. Gee. I think it said Alex Gee by accident because I'm staring at your face. That's okay. In fact, I should have said John Lennon Gee. You figure it, type in Alice Key or type in Ephemeral, you'll find it. It's, it's easy to find. Easy to find, and you're in season two now, and I'm glad you have some help because it's a, a show that's heavily produced and researched and takes a lot of work. So uh, I'm very glad to see it continuing on. Wonderful, wonderful show for our network. Thanks, man. It's All right, well, thanks be for being here. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Noel. Yes, sir. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Goodbye. Movie Crash is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown. Edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponce Market, Atlanta, Georgia for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.